Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that he will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. I really believe God has a word for us today, a relevant word for us that will encourage us all uh, as we go through uh, these difficult times here uh, in our nation and really all across the world. Uh, I've titled my message today, Defeating Giants, Defeating Giants. Right there where you are, if you'll open up your Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Now when you open up to 1 Samuel chapter 17, you're going to see this is the story of David defeating the giant Goliath. This is a story of God's people, God's people, Israel, facing a massive crisis in their land. They're fighting one of the biggest challenges, challenges that they've ever faced before in their lifetime. Let me kind of set the stage for you here and give you the backdrop of what's going on. If you were reading your kingdom Bible study this week, you're already familiar with this story, but let me kind of catch you up to what's going on and then pull some truth from these passages that will be relevant and that we can apply to our life uh, and defeat the, the giants that we face. I want you to notice that Israel here is at war. They're at war with their enemy, the Philistines. They're facing uh, each other, and they're about to go to battle. They're about to fight each other in a valley, and they're having a face-off with one another. You got God's people, Israel, and you got the Philistines. And there they are, and they're getting ready to fight one another. And then things in this battle, they go from bad to worse for God's people. The Philistines send out their champion fighter. His name is Goliath. And Goliath is a giant. He's the undefeated heavyweight champion of the world. He's never lost a fight, and he's won every one by knockout. Goliath, the Bible tells us, he's over nine feet tall. His battle armor, his coat that he wears, is 125 pounds. His spearhead on his spear the, the, uh, weighs 15 pounds. Goliath, he was a, a, a giant. He was a big man. And not only was he a big man, but Goliath uh, had a big mouth as well. He would stand over the army of Israel and he would cast out threats to them and, and he would taunt them with his words, defying their living God. And Goliath would begin to threaten them and he would begin to taunt them. And then he would finally say to them in this battle, he says, you choose someone to fight me. And if that person kills me, then we'll be your slaves. But if I kill your fighter, you'll be our slaves. God's people were facing a massive crisis, one of the biggest challenges that we ever face in their life. They were facing it now as they faced Goliath. But God was working behind the scenes. Praise the Lord. God was working behind the scenes. And there was a young shepherd boy by the name of David. And David was working for his father. He was taking care of the sheep. 
And his father uh, sent David to the battlefield to, one, check on his brothers and to see how they were doing, but also to carry supplies uh, to those that were fighting. And I want to pick up to you here in your Bible, uh, if you'll look at verse 20. It says that David left the sheep with another shepherd and set out early the next morning with the gifts as Jesse, his father, directed him. He arrived at the camp just as the Israelite army was leaving for the battlefield with shouts and battle cries. Soon the Israelites and the Philistine forces stood facing each other, army against army. David left his things with the keeper of supplies and hurried out to the ranks to greet his brothers. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. And then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright and fear. And they said, have you seen the giant, the men asked. He comes out each day to defy Israel. And David is there and he inquires about this reward for anyone who can uh, defeat this giant. And word reaches Saul that there's this young man there on the battlefield that's asking these questions. And they bring David to Saul. And you love what David says to Saul. He says in verse 32, I'm skipping down. He says, don't worry about this Philistine, David told King Saul. He says, I'll go fight him. I'll go fight him. And Saul replied, don't be ridiculous. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy, and he's been a man of war since his youth. Verse 34 says that David persisted. I've been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and I club it to death. I've done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from the Philistine. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. David says, I'll go and fight. I'll go and fight. And then Saul tries to talk him out of it, and David persists. And then you got to love Saul. He says, well, the Lord be with you, son. And uh, so David goes on out to fight this giant Goliath. And I pick up now in verse 45. David, there in a face-off with this giant, this heavyweight champion of the world who's never been defeated, Goliath, over nine feet tall. And David replies to this giant, and he says, You come to me with the sword and spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Hallelujah. And everyone assembled uh, here will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us. And as Goliath moved closer to attack, David ran uh, out to meet him quickly and reaching into his shepherd's bag he takes out a stone and he hurled it with his sling and hit the philistine in the forehead the stone sank in and goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground 
So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, and he had no sword. Then David ran over and pulled Goliath's sword from its sheath, and David used it to kill him and cut off his head. Man, what a powerful, powerful story of God's power to deliver us and to give us victory over our giants. And and when we read this story, it's amazing to me how similar uh, these crisis, this crisis is that, that uh, God's people are going through in this time when you compare it to what we're going through in our own land today. So many similarities there because of the crisis that they faced then and the crisis that we face today. God's people faced a massive giant, and God's people today, we face a massive giant in our life as well. Many of them, many giants. A lot of you are facing all kinds of giants that are watching online this morning. What are giants? What are giants? Well, we can look at the life of Goliath, and Goliath tells us what giants are and what they can do. Giants like Goliath, they will threaten you. Giants will intimidate you. Giants will cause you to live in fear. Giants will try to enslave you. Uh, Giants will cause you to worry and cause anxiety in your life. Giants will try to destroy you. Giants are obstacles that try to keep you from living out what God's purpose is for your life. Giants are obstacles that keep you from getting closer to Jesus Christ. Friend, listen to me. Giants are real. There are real giants in the land. And you may be facing a giant today in your own life. What is your giant? Your giant may be fear. Your your giant may be sin in your life. Your giant may be doubt. Your giant might be a financial burden that you're going through because of the economic shutdown that we have now. Your, Your giant might be a broken heart. Your giant might be depression. Your giant might be an addiction. Your giant might be bitterness towards someone who's hurt you in the past. Your giant might be uh, family problems. Your giant might be sickness in your body. Your giant might be the isolation that you're in right now. I want to just tell you this. Sooner or later, we're all going to face giants in our life. All of us will. And the question is, how do we defeat the giants that stand before us? How do we defeat the giants that stand before us? Well, when we look at David's life, David shows us how to respond when we face these massive obstacles in our life. David tells us how to respond. And the first thing that we need to do is we need to have a focused faith, a focused faith. This story here in 1 Samuel chapter 17, when I read it to you, and if you read it in the entirety, uh, you will see that uh, when the giant came out, that Saul, King Saul and his army, when they saw the giant and heard the giant, the Bible says that they were afraid and they were shaken and they ran in fear. They retreated in fear. And then they turned around and they asked David, have you seen the giant? Have you seen the giant? That's all that King Saul and the uh, Israeli army could see. That's all they could see was the giant. They were focused on the giant that stood before them. Their focus was on the obstacle that was in front of them. Their focus was on the problem that was in front of them. Their focus was on the trouble that they were going through. Their focus was on just surviving. Their focus was on their own strength. Their focus was on hearing the voice of the enemy instead of hearing the voice of God. Their focus was on retreating away and running in fear. 
And David, on the other hand, David had a focus that was different than Saul and the army of Israel. David was focused on God instead of being focused on the giant. He was focused on God instead of being focused on the giant. It's interesting to me that David, he's right there in the same location. He's on the same battlefield. He has the same view that everybody else has. He's looking at the same things that everybody else is going through. He's got the same challenge in front of him that everybody else has. He has the same crisis in his life that's in front of him that's in front of everyone else. But his focus was not on the giant. His focus was on the Lord. It's amazing to me that right there in the middle of all that, you have two different perspectives. One that's focused on the giant and one that's focused on God. And David was focused on God. And that's the key for us. Please listen to me. That's the key for all of us. If we're going to defeat the giants in our life, we have to stay focused on God. We have to stay focused on God. We have to focus our faith on the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you this morning to focus on God right now. I, I know there's a, a, a lot of things going on around us, and we're in crisis time, and there's difficult times and challenging times, but I'm just trying to encourage you today, church. We need to be like David, right there on the same battlefield, just like we are with the rest of the world, that we as God's people, that we wouldn't focus on the crisis or the giant, but we would focus on God himself during this time. Focus on God and not the giant. David was focused in faith. He was focused, and we can be focused in faith today in God because we know that God is bigger than any giant that we will ever face in our lifetime. Hallelujah. David was focused in faith because he knew God was greater than the giant. Greater is he that is in us than he that is of the world. God is greater than any giant. God is greater than any crisis. God is greater than any difficult situation that we would ever be in. God is greater. That's why David could declare in Psalm 23, he says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. He could declare that because he had a focused faith on God. That's why David could declare in Psalm 34, 4, he says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. He could declare that because he had a focused faith on God. And listen, I'm not trying to minimize anything that anybody may be going through in their life right now. No doubt at all. We're all facing massive obstacles in our lives because of the coronavirus and because of the economic crisis that we see going on in our nation. But please listen to me. If all you do is focus on those two giants, and that's all you do is focus on them 24-7, eventually that's going to be all you see, and fear is going to come and enslave you and paralyze you, and you won't be able to move at all because fear will have gripped your heart and overwhelmed you. Friend, listen to me. If, if that's all you're focused on, 24-7, you're going to lose focus and that's going to be what you see instead of seeing God and knowing that he's bigger and greater than anything that we ever face. And God's people, we should be focused in our faith 
no matter what giants we face in our life. We shouldn't be afraid. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. We're not to walk around afraid. We're not focused on giants allowing them to create fear in our life. We're focused on Almighty God. We're focused on the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who can and the one who's able to do anything in our life to deliver us, to give us victory over whatever we're going through. And that's why we need to be like David, especially in these challenging times. We need to focus our faith in the Lord. And that's what David did. And that's what we need to do. We need to stay focused. Church, don't lose your focus. Stay focused on the Lord. Stay focused on Him and what He's able to do in your life. That's what David did. David defeated a giant because he had a focused faith. And David also defeated the giant because he had a fighting faith. He had a fighting faith. David told King Saul, I read it to you earlier, he says, listen, I'll go fight this giant. I'll go fight Goliath. His brothers tried to talk him out of it. Saul tried to talk him out of it. But David said, no, I'll go and I'll fight Goliath. And that just tells me that David was a man of courage. And fighting faith requires courage. David had the courage to stand, and David had the courage to fight when everyone else was retreating in fear, when everybody else was shaken, when everybody else was running away. David says, no, I'll, I'll have the courage and I'll stand. I'll have the courage and I'll fight this giant that's before us. And friend, I want to just remind all of us today, every Christian that's listening right now online, we're in a fight today. We're in a fight today. It's a spiritual battle Listen, we're wrestling against principalities of darkness. We're in a spiritual battle today. And we have all these ungodly giants that are rising up all around us and they're defying God. And the question is, will the church rise up with courage and fight the spiritual war? Or will the church be like Saul's army and will we retreat in fear? Personally, uh, I believe that before uh, this virus uh, impacted our nation like it has, I think uh, Saul's army represents the church overall. I really do. And the reason I say that is because Saul and his army, they had stopped seeking the presence of God. They had stopped seeking the presence of God. The army of uh, Saul, they were facing giants without God. They were no longer pursuing after God. They were no longer uh, praying to God. There was no prayer light. There was no seeking the Lord. Saul's army was like the majority of the churches in America today. And here's what I mean. They're, they're, the churches today, just like Saul's army, on the battlefield but without the presence of God. On the battlefield, but without the power of God. On the battlefield, but with no spirit to fight in prayer. On, on the battlefield and allowing the ungodly uh, to win every battle. On the battlefield and tolerating the world's voice to defy our living God. And some of them are not only tolerating, but some of them have even joined the ranks of those that are defying God and joined in with them to do the same thing. It's time for someone, it's time for someone to stand like David and have the courage to fight, uh, fight in faith. And David stood with courage, he stood with courage facing an ungodly giant. David stood 
with courage to fight in faith. And, and listen, someone like David has to be courageous enough to stand and call sin, sin. Uh, someone has to be courageous enough in this last day to stand and call evil, evil. Someone has to be courageous enough to stand and call this nation uh, to return back to God. That's our only solution. That's our only answer right there is for this nation to return back to God. Someone has to be courageous enough to stand and call the church back to prayer. The, the Lord himself says that my father's house shall be called a house of prayer for the nations. Someone has to be courageous enough to stand and say, we, we got to quit playing all these games in church and we got to get back to the basics and we got to get back to prayer. So God, help us to be courageous enough to stand and call the church back to prayer. Someone has to be courageous enough to stand for holiness. Someone has to be courageous enough to stand for justice. Someone has to be courageous enough to stand for our living God. Someone, who will it be? Like David, have the courage to stand and fight in faith. The great John Wayne, he said, Courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. And it's time for the church to saddle up. It's time for the church to saddle up and, and to be willing to stand in courage and to fight in faith this spiritual battle that we're in. We must have the courage to fight in faith if we're going to conquer the giants in our life, friend. I don't know what your giant may be today, but you're going to have to have the courage to fight in faith if you're going to conquer and defeat that giant. How do we defeat these giants? We, we defeat these giants with uh, spiritual weapons of warfare. We defeat our giants by prayer. We defeat our giants by the word of God. We defeat our giants by praise. We defeat our giants by our testimonies. I love what it says in Ephesians chapter 6 when it talks about putting on the armor of God. There's the helmet of salvation, which represents the sword of the Spirit, which is, which is the Word of God. He says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints, friend. Listen, part of our warfare is being able to pray and pray the word of God. Part of our warfare is being able to praise God. Part of our warfare is being able to uh, look back at the testimonies where God has delivered us in the past. Listen, David could fight in faith because he was trusting in the living God. David was a man of prayer, David was a man of the word of God. David was a man who enjoyed worship and praise. And David was also a man who had a testimony. And David, he, he had a fighting faith because he remembered past victories. And listen to him. He said to Saul, he says, listen, I remember. You're trying to talk me out of fighting this giant, but I can tell you right now, God delivered me from the lion and the bears when they would come and try to take away uh, part of my flock, I would club them to death. God delivered me from the lion and the bear. And David had faith to fight the giant because he knew that if God did it then, God can do it now. And that should bring encouragement to all of us. If God did it then, God can do it now. And I want to just remind you, friend, 
Listen, you need to remember to look back in your life. It might have been a week ago. It might have been a month ago. It might have been a year ago when you were fighting lions and bears in your life. But remember how the Lord brought you through that. Remember how the Lord gave you victory through those battles. Remember how the Lord made a way for you, friend. Because when you look back, you'll be encouraged and your faith will be encouraged on how the Lord delivered you. Listen, the Lord the Lord was faithful then. The Lord is faithful today. And the Lord's going to be faithful tomorrow. Hallelujah. Your, your giant is going to come down because God is faithful. Not because of who you are, but because God, He's faithful. He's faithful. Listen, if He did it then, He'll do it now. The Lord's faithful. Faithful yesterday, faithful today, and He'll be faithful tomorrow. You can trust in Him right now to help you defeat that giant in your life. And how do we do it? We do it through prayer. We do it through the Word of God. We do it through our praise. And we do it through our testimony. Those weapons right there will take down any giant in your life. That's how we fight our battles. That's how we fight our battles. We fight our battles through prayer. We fight our battles through the Word of God. We fight our battles through praise. We fight our battles through our testimonies as we remember how God has given us victories in the past. Glory to God. Glory to God. Has God done something for you? Why don't you just take time right now where you are and just say, thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you for the times in the past when you delivered me from the lion and the bear. And thank him right now in advance. Thank him in faith right now. Thank him on credit right now. Whatever you got to do, just thank him for what he's done and for what he's getting ready to do in your life. Hallelujah. David had a fighting faith, and David also had a finishing faith. He had a finishing faith. In verse 46, it says, David went out and defeated Goliath and then cut off his head. David finished off this giant. It's one thing to stand there and say, I have the courage, but David ran out to him. He ran out to the giant, and he engaged in battle. And David, David took that smooth stone with his sling, and he sank it into that giant's head, and he took him down. And then he went and took his, the giant's own sword and killed him and then cut off his head. Hallelujah. You see, it was a finishing faith. It's a finishing faith. And finishing faith requires endurance. And I just want to remind you this morning, I know some of you have been facing all kinds of giants and you've been in all kinds of battles. But listen, this finishing faith is going to require endurance. You've got to keep fighting. You've got to keep fighting. Keep fighting for your family. Keep fighting for your children. Keep fighting for your business. Keep, keep fighting for your marriage. Just keep fighting. Don't give up, but keep fighting. Keep praying. Keep trusting God to fight your battles for you. You've got to endure to the very end. You've got to keep going, friend. You're going to be weary, and you're going to have some battle scars, but you've got to keep going because it's worth it in the very end. You've got to keep going. You've got to have that finishing faith. And you can have a finishing faith because it's the Lord that's fighting your battles for you. It's not you fighting. It's the Lord. It's the Lord fighting for you. Listen, David declared, he says, the Lord is on my side. I will not be shaken. Friend, you can be encouraged today knowing that the Lord is on your side. You can finish, you can finish strong because the Lord is on your side fighting your battles for you. You can have a finishing faith 
because you know God has something greater for you on the other side of the obstacle that you face. I really felt the Lord impress that into my heart when I was studying for this message. That listen, you can have a finishing faith because you know God has something greater for you on the other side of this obstacle that you're facing. You'll come out on the other side with a greater strength. You'll come out with a greater peace. You'll come out with a greater purpose. You'll come out with a greater victory. You'll come out with a greater hope. You'll come out with a greater testimony. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord that on the other side, God has something greater for you. Finishing faith, finishing faith will also bring glory to God. David said to the giant, I love this part. He said to this giant, he says, I want you to know that when all this is over with, the whole world is going to know that God did this. The whole world is going to know that there's a God in Israel. The whole world is going to know that the Lord has rescued us from this uh, giant. And friend, that ought to encourage all of us. And that should inspire all of us that we want God to be glorified. We want the Lord to be glorified in every battle that we go through, in every uh, giant that we face, uh, in every crisis that we go through. That should be our heart, that we want the Lord, we want Jesus to be glorified in it all. We want the Lord to be glorified. We want to have a finishing faith that will glorify the Lord. And finishing faith is about finishing victorious. David says that this is the Lord's battle, and he'll give us the victory. In Romans chapter 8, it says that we're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who loved us. In 1 Corinthians 15, 57, it says, Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, finishing faith is about finishing victorious. And, and my heart is that every follower of Jesus Christ, that we would finish victorious. That we would, we would have victory in our life over every situation, every battle. That we would continue to endure and that God would be glorified through it all. It's a finishing faith, friend. It's a finishing faith. You've got to finish well. You've got to keep fighting the good fight. You've got to finish the race. And God's going to give the victory because he's the one fighting our battles for us. And it may be this morning that you're watching online and you've you got several Goliaths that are standing over you and they're taunting you and threatening you. You've got several Goliaths that you're facing that have put fear in you and caused you to retreat. Friend, I, I don't know exactly what it is that you're going through. I know I have my own personal giants that I battle with, but I know God's been faithful in the past to, to deliver me and make a way, and I know God's going to uh, be faithful now, and he's going to make a way and deliver me from the giants I face now. He did it for me. He can do it for you, each and every one of you, for your family. And I know people right now that are facing some giant-sized circumstances, maybe at home, maybe in relationships, maybe at your work. But I want to just tell you today, friend, the Lord wants to fight your battle for you. Don't give up. Have a focused faith on God, knowing God is greater than the giant that you're facing. Keep fighting in faith through prayer and through time in the Word and, and, and through your praise to God and, and through your testimony. And friend, remember, this, uh, it's a finishing faith. Don't, don't give up. Don't quit. Keep right on going 
knowing that God is with you and God is on your side and he's going to bring the victory in your life. He's fighting your battles for you. And all the world's going to know. I'm just telling you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the world is going to know that God is the God of Israel. And they're going to know that the Lord has rescued us. In other words, through all this mess that we're going through, God is going to be glorified in it all. I believe that. And I'm thankful for that. And excited about what God is already doing through all these crises and all these giants that we're facing today in our land. God is working, and God wants to work in your life right now. And I want to pray for you. I want to pray right now over you, and I'm just going to ask you right there in, uh, in your home, where you're, wherever you may be watching, if you just bow your head with me now and, and just begin to you know, talk to the Lord and ask Him to help you. And to fight that battle for you right now and to give you victory so you can have a strong faith and not retreat in fear. And we're going to watch God do something great. I'm believing there's going to be all kinds of testimonies that are going to come forth right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you right now, Lord, that our victory, thanks be to you, God, our victory comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus has conquered everything. He's conquered sin. He's conquered death. He's conquered the grave. Lord, we thank you for that right now. We thank you, Lord, that our victory comes through Christ Jesus. And Lord, I know people that are uh, watching and listening online today, God, there's, there's battles in their life and there, there's giants in their life, God, and there's these massive obstacles in the way, God, keeping them from experiencing uh, your purpose and your plan for their life. And I just declare right now in the name of Jesus that you would just tear down these strongholds over their lives and bring freedom to them, bring victory to them, Lord. God, we just rebuke any kind of giant. The giant of fear be gone. The giant of addiction be gone in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just declare right now, Lord, the giant of sickness, God, I pray for bodies to be healed right now. God, touch the lives of your people today, God, and and just open up the heavens, Lord. And God, just pour in your blessing in their life and be provider for those that are, that are struggling right now financially, God. I believe in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would do what only you can do over each and every one of those situations. Lord, just defeat those giants right now. Defeat them and destroy them. We believe right now, Lord, that you'll just be glorified be glorified, Lord, in everything that we're going through in our life right now. Help us, Lord, to have a, a focused faith. God, help us to trust in you, God. We're going to trust in you, God. We know you're greater. Hallelujah. We, we know that you're bigger, God, than anything that we're ever going to encounter in our life. And God, you're on our side. And God, we just ask you right now, Lord, to help us to keep fighting in faith. God, help us to have a heart and passion for prayer and for the word and for praise, God. Help us, Lord, to share our testimony, God. And, Lord, I just declare right now, Lord, that we would just finish well. Help people that are listening right now not to give up, God. I just sense right now there's people who are wanting to give up. Don't give up, friend. Please don't give up. Please just keep trusting in the Lord. He's your hope. He's your sustainer. He's, your, he, he's the one that fights your battles for you. Keep trusting in him and, and don't quit and don't give up. But put your faith in him right now. Just, just a, a, a new commitment to him that I'm going to trust you, Lord, no matter what. I'm going I'm to be the one that stands with courage, God in these last days, and I'm going to watch you use me like you used David, God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you've done, and thank you for what you're getting ready to do. We declare that right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, friend, right there where you are. Just say, in the name, in the name of Jesus, I declare it. My giant is destroyed. My giant is defeated. My giant has been conquered through the Lord Jesus Christ. You might be watching this morning, and your giant is sin, and you are away from God as far as you've ever been, away from God. You don't know him. But you want to know him. And that happens through a relationship with his son, Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, friend, Jesus has conquered and destroyed sin. And he's done that to the grave as well. And he did that through the work of the cross, where he died on the cross and shed his blood so our sins could be forgiven. But he also did it through the resurrection. And we celebrated that last Sunday on Easter. But Jesus has conquered death, hell, and the grave, friend. And because he lives, we can have eternal life, but we can also have abundant life here on this earth while we live here. And the Lord wants to save you today. He wants to rescue you from your sins. He wants to give you new life, a new beginning. He wants to give you a a new eternal destination called heaven. And friend, he's the only way. He is the only way. Jesus is the only way to the Father. And the Bible says we must repent of our sins. And that means just turn away from our sins and turn to God through faith in Jesus Christ. And that he will forgive us and he will save us. And we can have that assurance to know that if anything was to happen to us here, that heaven is in our future. And I hope that you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Right there where you are, you can make a decision to follow him right now and just say, Lord, I admit to you I'm a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for me. I I believe, Lord, that you died in my place and, and God raised you from the dead and I call on you now. The Bible says everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Call on him right there where you are. Call on Jesus. Say, Jesus, just forgive me of my sins. I turned from my sin and now I'm putting my faith in you and the work of the cross and the, and the empty tomb, the resurrection. And I need you to save me and I need you to give me a new beginning, a new start. And today I'm surrendering all to you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for washing my sins away and cleansing me and giving me new life in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer today, if you'll just look right there online and you can make a comment, there's a place there that you can click on, and we would love to be able to pray for you uh, and also share some information that will help you in your walk with God. So please, uh, somehow, some way, let us know online today what you've done. So uh, the staff here, and uh, we can pray for you and also uh, encourage you as well. May God bless you. Listen, there's battles that we go through. There's giants that we face. But our victory, our victory, right there where you are, just say, my victory comes from Jesus. My victory comes from Jesus. He's fighting my battles for me. And right now, we're going we're gonna to close this service down with an altar call. And you can have that altar call right there in your home, wherever you are. And, and we can just begin to worship the Lord and thank Him that our victory is in Christ Jesus. And He is the one who destroys the giants in our lives. Friend, while we're singing worship, you declare that.